Hello, everyone. This is your host, Brittany, and welcome back to the PCAT and Pre-Pharmacy Podcast. This week, I have a guest that isn't necessarily in the pharmacy field, but she is working on her doctorate. We will be diving into her endeavors as well as the importance of enjoying your journey. But before we get started, I want to remind you to hop on over to crackpcat.com for all of your PCAT study needs. There is a limited time only sale on all of their PCAT prep packs. This includes full practice exams, video refresher series, and so much more. That's C-R-A-C-K pcat.com. Now let's get on with the show. All right. Thanks, Shannon, for joining us this week. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? So my name is Shannon Thomason. I am from Detroit, Michigan, born and raised. Um, I am in my second year at Adler University on the doctoral program in the industrial organizational psychology program. So it's just a fancy word for a psychologist for organizations. I have two boys, um, me and my husband, but we have two sons. I've um, been married for almost 10 years and I own two businesses. So I have a pretty busy life. <laughs> Don't we? Uh, great. Thank you. Now, can you tell me, well, our listeners, a little bit about uh, what you're studying and how did you get into that field? So um, industrial and organizational psychology basically is the combined fields of psychology and organizational behavior and development. So basically what practitioners do in that field is we help organizations with culture development, training and development, change, um, transitions, kind of the more complicated human side of organizations. Um, we definitely help with culture development, um, like I said, training and development, whether it's um, implementing new processes or helping people work better together. But what that field and what its practitioner does is try to make the workplace more healthier and more safer and more productive and motivating for employees. Um, I actually got into this field as kind of a, a funny story. Um when I had graduated from Eastern with my undergrad, which is in public relations, I started working at the, um, well, it's no longer um, standing anymore. They actually just tore it down with the Palace of Auburn Hills, uh, where the Detroit Pistons used to play for over 30 years. So I was working there and had a colleague that really wasn't as warm and fuzzy as I thought they should have been. Um, love the organization, but she just really, what I, I didn't understand how she got hired. Mm-hmm. I just didn't understand how, you know, organizations hired people who didn't really treat other people as nice as they should. And of course, Anybody who's dealt with hiring and recruiting know, you know, sometimes people can put on, you know, the smile and kind of fake the funk a little bit, you know, to definitely land the job. But it intrigued me on the human resource and organizational development side. So I looked at programs here in Michigan and my alma mater in Eastern um, actually has a specialized master's in human resources and organizational development 
got into that and really fell in love with the field. It was all about helping people understand how organizations work and that organizations are living, breathing organisms. Um, You know, it has a culture of its own. And I've always worked with amazing managers who allowed me to be creative and who tried to make whatever department that they were over or whatever um, campus when I worked at schools, um, whatever campus they were a part of, they really tried to make it the best environment possible. And I felt that all managers and all senior leaders should definitely do that for their staff. So that's really what got me into that field. I mean, we spend so much time at work that it should feel like home. You know, you're going to have your ups and downs, but your workplace should be peace. You know, we, we're with our coworkers more than we're with our families. And yes, we're going to have issues and yes, it's going to be dysfunction, but it shouldn't be like that every day. And that's the one thing that I really want to try to change within um, organizations, just making it as positive and productive as possible. Great. Thank you. Now, when you're finished with your degree, what are some things that you have in mind that you want to do? Um, I well, currently I'm starting. Um, well, one of my businesses is actually a career development and um, self-management consulting practice. I have been in career development for almost 10 years where I help people be able to map out their own career plans. And I help organizations also help um, develop career practices and career development plans for their employees to help them and want to stay. So I'll definitely want to continue my consulting practice. And I also want to teach. I want to get back into academics, whether it's in a Um, professor role or working as a director of student engagement or career um, development or career resources. But I definitely want to get back into academics and really help um, adult learners going into the um, workforce. Um, Like I said, I I worked in career development for almost 10 years um, at a technical Um, or a vocational school here in Michigan. I work with adult learners and I just love helping them understand how the workforce works. So those are my two biggest things is getting back into academics, of course, continuing my research after I get my um, degree and to continue with my consulting practice. Okay, great. And I will definitely leave all of the information regarding your businesses and how people can contact you in the notes for this show. And I definitely, my audience is probably thinking like, what does this have to do with pharmacy? (laughs) (laughs) This is a big part that I think, well, I realized that um, I was missing out until I got to the end of, you know, like applying for pharmacy school and things like that. And I think it's something that we connected over, just enjoying the journey of getting to or going through your destination and not just um, looking at the end, the light at the end of the tunnel, but enjoying why you're getting there. And right. I know for me, when I, I just got done with the pharmacy application um, cycle and everything, and as I'm answering these questions and for the pharmacy schools on why you want to be here and what kind of experience do you have, I'm looking like, I 
really done something. Like, why <laughs> this? This is just blown over me, and I'm just now thinking of thinking back on everything. Like, everything right. that I've done has really gotten me here. So, I want to know, and I know your social media and your businesses are things I named a journey to becoming. What does that mean for you? So, when I turned thirty. I thought I, I'm, I'm a planner. I'm an avid planner. Um, and that's actually my second business is helping people put their planners and stuff together. But I'm a planner through and through. And I've always had this vision of what my career was going to look like and, you know, what my goals were going to, you know, look like and how things were going to be for me. I just had everything mapped out. When I hit 30, something happened. I don't know what it was, but I went into like this crisis mode and I was literally stuck. And it's funny that, you know, when you tell your listeners, like, well, what does this have to do with, you know, pharmacy, um, you know, and, and that, that industry, it's all about career development. And like I said, when I hit 30, I literally the job I was in, which was in career development, and funny enough, I actually worked at um, Dorsey Schools in their medical field, which we had a pharmacy technician program there. So for me, it was like, I love what I'm doing, but I don't know if this is the direction I want to go. And it really scared me because somebody who plans, you know, like months in advance, who had this, you know, elaborate you know, plan set out for herself, I didn't want to follow that plan anymore. And that was part of the reason why I did start my consulting practice too, was with self-management and career planning and career development. People a lot of times don't know how to do that. They don't know how to, when they get to that point where I got almost five years ago, where I didn't know what to do, it was like a, a mini midlife crisis. And I had to revamp and rethink about my career and my life choices and the things that I wanted to do. So we're all, we're we're always on a journey, no matter what stage of life we're on, we're always, you know, trying to be the next thing. And um, one thing that kind of led to this whole, you know, a journey in becoming kind of branding that I'm doing is... Um, Michelle Obama's new book, Becoming, it was something that she said on an interview she had with Oprah. And she was saying that she was all she wasn't just Barack Obama's wife. You know, she was consistently becoming the next part of Michelle. And that's what we're all trying to be. So, yeah, I had that great plan when I turned 30. And this is what I was going to do. And this is the HR role I was going to be in. But God had other plans for me. I had other plans for myself, didn't know it at the time, but I did. And it was just this long journey that I was on. And when I decided to do my PhD program two years ago, right into my second year, I ended up getting pregnant. Me and my husband, we had our, um, I got pregnant with our second um, child. Um, I started two businesses. Um, I had postpartum. I broke my foot. <laughs> I mean, it was just a, a mess. I had anxiety and I'm trying to do all of this stuff. I'm trying to be a good mom, a good wife, a good woman and a good you know, career professional. And everything was like fighting against me. And it's not always a beautiful journey. 
everything looks glamorous at the end. And it's like, oh my God, you make everything just look so great. And we say that to people who pull it together on the outside, but you never know the journey that they're always on. And it was a struggle. And I wanted to share with people that it's not a beautiful journey. There are ugly parts to it. There are very bad parts to it, but it helps you to become who you are. So that's kind of how a journey in becoming started. You know, we're all blank canvases. We're always starting from some point and we're always manifesting into something different. So that's kind of where the name came from. Oh, great. Thank you. So I have one more question. And after this, we could just have a conversation or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> looking back, like hindsight, why do you think enjoying this journey is so important? Like any, whatever journey you're on, no matter if it's med school, pharmacy, changing careers, anything. Um, I think it really helps. It challenges us. It gets us out of our comfort zone. Um, and it really helps you to stretch yourself and to think and see just how far you have come. Um, for me, I know I was cleaning out my office, my home office one day, and I found my vision journal that I had. And in that journal, and I think I did start this maybe, what is this, 2019? So maybe about five or six years ago. And one of the things I had on that journey was, on that journal rather, it was I wanted to, you know, lose weight. I wanted to start my PhD program. I wanted to look into, you know, becoming debt free, all this stuff. And looking back at it now, I've already accomplished or started half the goals that I had on that vision journal, you know, on the vision board. So looking back at it, um, just really enjoying, and this sounds really weird, the struggle okay. of it, because it really helps you to grow. And you get to push yourself because we always say, I can't, or we always say, I'm tired, or I can't do this anymore. Or, what was I thinking? And when you get to that point and you look back at it, it's like, you know what? It really wasn't as bad as I thought it was. So really the struggles and the lessons, you know, that I've taught myself that the lessons that, you know, God has put me through, that's the best part that I enjoy. I didn't enjoy it while I was in the midst of it, but once I got out of it, it was like, oh, okay, you know, I can do it. I can breathe now. It's okay. So yeah, the struggle is what I would say I would have after I'm out of the struggle. That's what I enjoy most looking back at things, but definitely not while I'm in it. <laughs> I know. And I'm just sitting here thinking as, as we're talking, it's just so interesting that this was scheduled for today. Well, this will be the first that everybody has heard. Um, I was accepted to pharmacy school this weekend. Nice. So. <laughs> Congratulations. I know we had like, talked about it a little bit and I'm like, no, you yes. got this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. And I know that this weekend I was just kind of like just going back through everything and being thankful and just thinking yeah. back on how far I've come to even get this far. Yeah. <laughs> 
to even have gotten started because it took me a while to even get started to applying because I was just, I just had insecurities and I right. still have insecurities and I'm working on it. Um, but yeah, that is, it, everything is coming full circle now that it's all said and done. <laughs> yeah. And I know um, I have a group of girlfriends that I went to college with and we, we meet, a lot of us were moms, we're wives, some of us are single, um, or some of them rather are single because I'm not single, but um, um, uh, we meet up like every couple of months. We talk like pretty much every day, but we meet up every couple of months and we try to hold each other accountable for a lot of things and we really want to grow and help each other. And we can't, we you know, sat around and we said, okay, what's going to be our word for 2020? You know, we're going into a brand new decade, you know, we're leaving, you know, 2019 behind, we're leaving, you know, this, this last decade, you know, behind. So, you know, what's the word that we want to take into 2020? And the word that I chose was manifesting. And it, it made me think about what you just said, as far as being scared of taking that leap. Um, I've always had visions of what I wanted to do. And they were just that they were just visions. I'm like, oh, this would be great if I did this. You know, it'd be great if I, you know, went and got my PhD or, you know, it'd be great if I started this business. You know, it'd just be awesome. And it's like when you start it, you're kind of like, oh, like I'm really about to do this. Like, oh, do I really <laughs> think I want to do this? Like, Definitely. I kid you not, when I applied <laughs> for a PhD program and got accepted, I turned to my husband. I had like this fear that came over me and I turned to him and I said, why did you let me do that? <laughs> and he was like, do what? I was like, why did you just let me apply for a PhD program? I said, like, what's wrong with you? And he's looking at me. I mean, we talked about this. It wasn't like it just came about. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, like, oh, I'm sitting at the computer. Let me just go ahead and apply for a PhD program and see what happens. You know, I we talked about it and, you know, we planned it out. And I literally, when I got accepted, it hit me then and I was like, why did you let me do that? And he was like, you're grown. We talked about this. Like, you, you're looking at me like, what are you talking about? Like, it's not like you just decided. And I'm like, yeah, now I got to perform. Yeah. I'm like, now, now I actually have to do this. Even when I put my planner business out there, like I've been helping people put their planners together for years. And when my husband told me, he actually came to me, and that's actually my second business. And he actually came to me when so many of my friends were asking and they were saying, hey, can you make me this insert? Or can you cut this out? Can you do that? He was like, you need to start charging people for that. Oh, yeah. He was like, like, seriously, he's like, you, I would buy so many planners and have them and I would give them away if I wasn't using them. And he's looking at me like, yeah, I need you to start charging people because you're like not wasting my money, but you're kind of wasting <laughs> my money a little bit. And like when we when me and my girlfriends that I was just telling you about would sit around and we bring our planners and, you know, they that I would be the only one not setting my planner up because it was already done. But then I started helping them with theirs. Mm -hmm. And when I decided when I decided to go into my Ph.D. program and I'm looking for a planner for school, I hated every single planner that I looked at. I'm like, it's not productive. Like, I need something that's going to take me to the next level, especially being in the PhD program. Like, I can't just have a, a planner where I can just plan appointments and, um, you know, events. I need something that's going to make me productive. So I started making my own inserts. And when I started making my own inserts, then I was like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe I'll make this into a business. And 
every people start asking me, can you make this insert or can you do this? Can you do that? And, you know, people start asking me to, you know, help them out, set it up. So I'm like, oh, this would be a great consulting business. And when I put it out there, I got scared again. I was like, oh, crap. I just put this on Instagram <laughs> that I'm about to start doing, open it up a planner business. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, why did I just do that again? Now I have to perform. You know, so we get scared. And when I got my first client, she's a beautiful um, young lady who is also in a PhD program. And she's also in the Air Force down in Atlanta. And she contacted me and I was like, oh, crap again. Like, somebody <laughs> really wants me to do this for them. So we sat and chatted and she had this Louis Vuitton planner that she had purchased and never used it really. And she's like, okay, I don't want to not use it because I paid this you know, money for it. And I've seen how much those things cost. They are not cheap. Mm-hmm. And I developed this entire plan for her. I gave her people to follow on Instagram for inspiration. I gave her people who have different promo codes and different um, places to check out. And even, you know, told her about my inserts because she's in school and how to set up the planner. And she was like, this is amazing. She said, I would have never thought of this is how I should put my planner together. Like I, I gave her details of how to put her sections together and what inserts to buy and how to do it. And I told her, I didn't think people would want to buy into this. And she said, well, why not? I don't have to think about how to put my planner together. I can pay you and you can tell me this is what I think you should do and how I can put it together, who to buy it from. And all I got to do is just follow the directions you give me. She's like, it's one less thing that I have to do. Yeah, I know over my, I know we've talked about, um, our planners and things like right. that. And I'm finding that, you know, as things get more intense and difficult and different, that just calendar and having the days and blank pieces of paper are not working anymore. Right. And you just need something that actually works. And I think that is awesome. Thank you. And it's not even, you know, what works. It's about putting the sections together. You know, you, to me, when I put my planner together, it is, is kind of like a physical manifestation of how my brain works Mm -hmm. and how I have to have things in order, you know, order for me to work. Yeah. I love how we need the calendar piece. You know, I'm not saying not to get rid of that, but you know, you may need a section strictly related to pharmacy school. But you may not want to have a separate planner for that. You may want to have all your stuff in one and you just need to create a section strictly for that, you know, or for work or, you know, for whatever. But, you know, all of that actually goes into the career development piece. It goes into the self-management piece because we have to be able to learn how to do these things ourselves. Yes, there's people out there who will help us do it. And even at work in our organizations, They'll help us get so far, but we have to learn how to do this stuff ourselves too. You know. Great. Thank you. Is there anything else you would like to share with our audience? I don't um, have any <laughs> I mean, the only thing is that I do, and I know everyone keeps telling me like, oh, I'm not in school, but I love your inserts. I do have a productivity line that is coming out on December 21st. Um, it will include a perpetual planner. It will include um, a manifesting my 2020 goal sheet. A um, I call it a monthly inbox sheet that has kind of like a running to do for your whole month. A wish list and purchasing tracker, 
and a um, drinking and eating tracker as well. So there's going to be things for those non-academics that have, that are out there for my collection as well. So um, yeah, I'm just excited. Um, I definitely love career development. I love helping people, you know, map out their career plans. Um, I help. I love helping people, you know, with their planners and. I'm just happy school's over. <laughs> Everybody. I get a three-week break now. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny now that, well, my semester ended in October, so now everybody's having breaks, and I'm kind of gearing back up to get my brain back into the semester. So when oh. next year starts, I'm ready because I've been on a break for such a long time. So I just giggle every time I see that on oh people's Instagrams or anything. But great. And thank you for joining us. I will leave all of your information in the description of the um, show. So if you want to get in contact with you, they are able to. Yes. Thank you so much. And just pace yourself because you did have a nice break. And I did that over the summer. So just pace yourself. Yeah, That's the best you. advice I can give you. <laughs> I know. I'm racking my brain, but it's okay. It's yeah. Nice. And congratulations again, you know, on your podcast. And oh, I know, you know, we've talked about your business venture. So congratulations to everything that you're doing. Thank you for having me. And congratulations for getting into, you know, your school, you know, of choice over the weekend too. Thank you. You're welcome. I would like to thank Shannon again for joining me and make sure to check out the description for all of her contact information. And with that being said, if you would like to be a guest on my show, please feel free to shoot me an email at podcast at crackpecat.com or even hit me on my social. I would love to start a conversation um, now that I see that our audience is growing. So shoot me an email or a DM and I'll make sure to shout you out in our upcoming episodes. Um, So in conclusion, make sure to rate, share and subscribe so that you are notified when new episodes are uploaded. And I hope everyone enjoys their holidays and their breaks. And I will talk to you guys soon.